Cindy Kangas, and I'm here with Joy Wagner on Faces of Manufacturing on the Michigan Business Network. Hi, Joy. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I am really so excited because today we're going to be talking with the family from La Fontaine. I know we say that kind of funny. They're not really our family, but that's what they call themselves. They call themselves a family, and I think they try to make the community their family. And really, they're an automotive group locally. We've all heard of them. Chances are there's a La Fontaine in our neighborhood somewhere. Are you living near one, Joy? Do you know anything about La Fontaine? I don't know a whole lot. I'm excited to learn a lot more. I know how challenging it is to have a family-owned business and stay in business and the longevity of that a lot of times Family-owned businesses have a hard time getting past like the second generation. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like they've been around since the, when we read the 1980s, right? Is when they originated. 1980, yeah. You know, I know they're commercials and I always see, you know, the family deal. It's not just what you get, it's how you feel. So I'm really interested to talk to them and understand, well, what's the family deal that you're talking about? You know, what are you trying to make your customers feel when they come into one of your dealerships? You know, explain that to us because culture is huge, not only for your team members, but for the people who are your customers as well. Exactly. And that's what I assume differentiates them from other dealerships is that how you feel, the family feel. So they're having their customers come in and feel part of the family and that culture. And that's one of the things I really wanted to learn about is how do they do that? Well, how do they do that for their people as well as their customers and really engage them? And what other kinds of things are they doing to keep their people and get, you know, new talent? So I'm excited to learn about that. From an HR perspective, Joy, I looked online and saw their core values are accountability, respect, teamwork, passion, communication, and responsibility. That encompasses most of the things we are all looking for, right? Yes, absolutely. I mean, those are all the key absolutely. words. Those are all the <laughs> key words, yes. Not always easy to put into practice. So I'm excited to learn like what types of programs they have or like training they may do. They have, I think, quite a few employees Yeah. and all across, you know, the state. So it's got to be a very difficult thing to have people feel part of connected, right? And so. Joy, when you put together a mission statement or you put together core values as a company, how do you follow up on that? And how do you put those words into action? Have you seen that happen before? Tell me how that works. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of times it is in the programs and things that they have for their associates. So you could be performance management, it's the coaching or training style, it's being as a manager, being someone who leads, right, with a coaching style with a, here, I'm helping you become successful. And it sounds like those core values and then part of their mission is part of that. There's also metrics you could have around that to help you know, support that and talking about it, it has to come from the top down. So it's got to be believable and trained throughout the entire organization. And your leaders are really the ones that help support those missions and those values. I love it. And I'm thinking that if this is who you are, you want the community to know who you are too. And I just keep thinking about the commercials and I keep seeing the family deal, the family deal. So they're doing a pretty good job of marketing this family atmosphere coming from a company like Granger, where you work and the generations that you've seen, tell me about the family atmosphere and how important that is. 
Yeah, it's extremely important. And that's one thing I hear over and over again when we talk to our associates. We just did some focus groups and what they love about their job is their people and they feel like family. So that's how I feel like I'm treated. You know, our mission in core work is about core values are around taking care of our people the safety of our people, as well as our customers. And so we really try to live and breathe that. And that comes, we hear that all throughout the day, all throughout our work. We make decisions to keep that in balance. So we aren't going to make a decision that compromises like any of those values. So that's really important. And in a family-owned business, it is challenging to continue, but that's the focus is growth and just looking to the future. It's very exciting. I'll be interested to hear the spectrum of jobs within the company, because I think we automatically think, oh, they're always the salespeople, but there are so many people behind the scenes that are doing training, that are working on the cars. And I also would like to hear how people are feeding into, you know, from the talent pipeline into these positions, because I don't know that as students or as young high school students, people are being exposed to auto sales or mechanics or any of these things as career pathways. It'll be interesting. I'm excited to chat with them. Yeah, me too. Yeah. This has been Cindy Kangas and Joy Wagner on Faces of Manufacturing on the Michigan Business Network. Sonair has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sonair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sonair.com. This is Joy Wagner. I'm on Faces of Manufacturing on Michigan Business Network. Today, we're going to be speaking to Casey Jacobson. Welcome, Casey. So we're talking to the LaFontaine Automotive Group this morning, and we're going to talk a little bit about their service technician programs and trainings and amazing things that they do for the automotive industry. But Casey, can you start off with talking a little bit about LaFontaine as a company and the history and culture? Absolutely. So I'm Casey Jacobson, and I'm in our grassroots marketing department of LaFontaine. And so LaFontaine is actually a family-owned business still. It started in 1980 with Mike LaFontaine with one dealership, a Toyota dealership in Dearborn, Detroit, Michigan, of all places. But from the one dealership, they're now to about 34 dealerships, over 54 franchises, nine collision centers, Wow. hundred employees. So, and it's all still here in Michigan based and a variety of different brands. So this company has very much evolved since 1980. Oh yeah. Wonderful. That is fabulous. That's great. So with it being a family owned business, that can be challenging. Do they have family members or what's the culture like? Yeah. So, I mean, that's everything to do with LaFontaine. The heart is the culture and our mission statement, which our mission statement is to build lifelong relationships that connect families, strengthen communities, and personalize automotive experience. And that holds dear and true to the heart of what this company is. 
And that's part of what I do within my role as grassroots is to bring that mission statement to the communities, to connect you know, everybody within the dealership to the communities, sponsorship, being part of the chambers, like not just a place of business on a corner, like we are wanting to be within the community. And so Mike and Maureen started the company. Maureen passed away in 2019, sadly, but her heart was what the grassroots was all about. She believed going door to door sales. I mean, she was a five foot something woman who was just a firecracker with a heart of gold. And we try to continue her spirit, you know, every day in what we do. And so now the company is run by Ryan LaFontaine and Kelly, sister and brother. And there's multiple family members weaved in here and there, sprinkled through the company. And honestly, they treat every employee like their family. Like that is truly, you know, you feel like family when you're part of this team. So that's wonderful. That's great. How are some things that you guys do that with the family members? <laughs> That's what I hear you call all of your employees, right? Family members. Is that right? Yep. Yes. So, yeah. We're the family deal. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah. is there certain efforts or things, engagement type things that you do as part of the recruiting and onboarding that help them feel that way? Yeah. They go through extensive training. We have so many different departments and So you go through training, but it's also just like our retention and things like that, like bringing each other together and doing some retention, you know, within the company. It's part of, I guess, our culture. I mean, it comes from the higher ups down, you know, being such a big company, it's really important to keep that culture. And it's challenging for sure. When you start to grow, it's challenging to keep that heart. But when we have our core leaders that truly believe in that, it does sprinkle down from that leadership, you know, down to, you know, everyone within the dealership. So a couple of great ways too, that we have implemented just with recruitment and bringing people in is through our internship program. It's mostly through Northwood University, but this program has been going on for five to six years, just recruiting 11th and 12th graders, having them go from May to August into this two different types of internship programs, but we've hired a lot of people that way. And the great thing with that is that these interns come in and they spend intimate time with the family first, right? And then they spend a good week with grassroots team and understanding how that company was developed, what the culture is and everything else. So when we do hire them, eventually, hopefully that's the goal, right? When they graduate, they are coming with that heart. It's like they know what that culture is. And so when we hire them, they're bringing that with them into our company. So it's a really cool internship program in that way. Sounds amazing. So that's absolutely wonderful. So you start when they're in high school and move into them. So that's a great way to like grow your own talent. Um, Grow your own. (laughs) Yeah. So what kind of positions, if you don't mind, just kind of speaking to the positions that you do that with? Is it all kinds? It's variable and fixed operations. So it's, yep, it's sales, it's service, it's F&I, it's service, it's parts. It's all the different departments within the dealership. And then I'll introduce, I don't know if we'll introduce Jason, but Jason's going to speak on our apprenticeship program as well that we created, which, you know, cultivates just more of our service technicians. (laughs) All right. Yes. Wonderful. Yeah. We will be talking with Jason coming up next. So thank you, Casey, for that introduction. This has been Joy Wagner on Michigan Business Network on Faces of Manufacturing.
Managing your office supplies is key to a seamlessly functioning business. With over 90,000 items available for free next day delivery and no minimum order, DBI can solve all your office supply needs from pencils to coffee at the very best value. Call DBI and ask a sales representative to show you their product offerings or visit dbiyes.com and request a product catalog. DBI does all things office, office supplies, furniture, and environments. This is Cindy Kangas on Faces of Manufacturing on the Michigan Business Network. And today I'm speaking with Jason Lamarand. He's the Corporate Training Manager at LaFontaine. Jason, welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm interested. I want to hear what a Corporate Training Manager does. I'm sure your job description is broad, but can you give us a synopsis? Absolutely. So here at LaFontaine Automotive Group, we have a number of people in a number of support type roles. So. In those roles, we travel from store to store and we may support a certain department or multiple departments in order to help make sure that they're running on track. I also look at it as a way for us to encourage and kind of inject our culture as we grow. You told me earlier you have 1,500 family members, but you have 800 technicians. Tell me how you stay in touch with them. Yeah, actually about 2,600 family members now grown to, and I would say there's probably around 800 of those are technicians. And a lot of it is, you know, really encouraging our leadership at each one of those stores to get back there and rub elbows with them, if you will. And then trying, you know, whenever I come into a store, I really try to see as many people as I possibly can, you know, and have conversations with them to be able to help with anything that I can. I always come in and say, I'm nobody's boss, I'm everybody's friend. It's really just to kind of come in and support them in any way that we can. Right. And it's important in your field to nurture the talent pipeline. And I know that you're working on an apprenticeship program. It's brand new. So tell us a little bit about what your thoughts are and how you're nurturing the next generation. So we created this, you know, apprenticeship program a while back and started this with the purpose of growing people out of high school, out of some of these technical schools to be able to grow them to be on their own. So it's an 18 month program, how we've built it currently. Now I'm sure there'll be things that we change over the time, but currently it's set up as an 18 month program to get somebody up and running to do, you know, maintenance, basic repairs, diagnostics, you know, electrical type diagnostics. And then we can go into a specialized program as well, which is an additional eight months where it might go EV, transmission, engine, you know, to be able to really dig in a little bit further, but they're going to work with a mainline master technician who's going to guide them every single day, as well as manufacturer training that'll go alongside with that. So tell me how you find people to fill these apprenticeship positions. Do you have partners with the local ISD and RISA programs? We do. We do. Yep. So there's a number of different schools within the organization, you know, that we work with, you know, really involved in the community, just like Casey was saying, You know, her efforts are helping us get involved with different communities. And when we introduce Mitch here next, he'll talk about how he came through a program and the ways that he grew as well. We also have the internship program that we talked about, which has led to actually this last year, we had our very first technician intern, which was a first for us, which was fantastic. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Now let's talk about you and your background, your career pathway. What is your background and what brought you to the job that you have today? 
Sure, sure. So I actually went, I didn't have a plan on going into the dealerships. In fact, my father came up through the dealerships and said, go get an education, don't go into the dealerships. So I showed him, I went and got an education and then went into the dealerships. So I got in and actually was working for Enterprise in a Cadillac kiosk in another store with another group. And they said, you know, you should come in and work, you know, for us. And I said, I don't think I want to do that. You know, I'm not interested. And they said, no, you could be a service advisor. And I said, well, in that case, I definitely don't want to do it. <laughs> you know, it could be a hard job at times. And I actually fell in love with it. I did decide to do it and really enjoyed helping solve problems. And during that time, I actually continued my education. I was actually going to go back and teach and realized an opportunity to get into management and found out that, hey, that's what you do as a manager every day right? When you're doing it right, you're teaching, coaching, and mentoring every single day. Eventually found the LaFontaine Automotive Group and found it as a home there. I uh, was able to grow into one of our largest positions from the service end and be the service manager of our largest operation. That person that is now running that store was my intern in 2018. So in 2018 to 2023, he was able to grow and is now in our largest service operation within the state. And you know, so I really just love to teach, coach, and mentor. And so when this opportunity came for me to jump onto this training team, it was a natural fit for me. And so now I train service, sales, really just the customer experience overall. You told me you're only as good as your backup. Tell, uh, tell me briefly T. what that means to you. Yeah, Michael T. Sr., the guy that founded our company, you know, says that all the time. And to me, it just means, you know, we have to train somebody to be able to fill our seat at some point to be able to grow them and for us to be able to grow as well. Amazing. Jason, it's been great chatting with you. This is Cindy Kagan on Faces of Manufacturing on the Michigan Business Network. We'll be right back. At the Capital Region International Airport, we connect our community to the world. With nonstop service to Washington, D.C. and Chicago on American Airlines, Detroit on Delta Airlines, and Orlando with Avello Airlines, when you fly Lansing, you're just one stop away from over 500 global destinations. The Capital Region International Airport, your gateway to the world. Visit FlyLansing.com for more information and to book your flight today. Hello, this is Joy Wagner. We're back with LaFontaine Automotive Group. And next up is Mitch Doran. And Mitch is the service lane manager. Thanks for being here, Mitch. Yeah, thanks, Joy. I'm absolutely excited to be here today. I appreciate you bringing me on. Absolutely. Well, I'm excited to learn a lot more about how you came to LaFontaine and what connections that you guys have with Wilson Talent Center and other schools to help people get trained up in your organization. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. So I actually am a graduate from the Wilson Talent Center. It used to be called the Capillary Career Center. I started there my junior year in high school and it actually gave me a second chance at school. Uh, you know, I wanted to get into a special trade outside of your normal learnings you do in high school and classes you take in high school. And it gave me a second chance actually to realize that I didn't want to be just a 
one of the basic people they push you to be through high school. And it gave me a great opportunity and it's given me a great career so far. You know, Ian Clegus and Scott Westenberg, they're, they're great teachers. They have taught me a lot as far as being in this business. And they're the reason why I'm in the position I am today as a service line manager. Even though that school does train you to be a technician, I am now in management. I realized after about a year of being an apprentice myself at another dealership that I wanted to be a leader and I wanted to be a teacher to my fellow employees. And without Scott and Ian at the Wilson Talent Center, I want to be who I am today. They have a great program over there. Being a technician now, it is a special trade. It's not like it used to be 20 years ago, the, the advancement in technologies. The Wilson Talent Center really does teach the young kids and next generations coming up in the business that it is a really, really good career to get into. There's a ton of benefits to it, and it provides a really, really good living. Wow, wonderful. So tell us a little bit about what your specific role is at LaFontaine and how you kind of work to develop people coming out of the Talent Center or in the organization, how that works. So I don't directly work with kids coming out of the Wilson Talent Center right now. Obviously, in my future, that's something I would absolutely enjoy to do, as I used to be a past student there myself. But currently, right now, as a service lane manager, I am a leader in our service lane to our service advisors. Basically, what I do on a day-to-day basis is I make sure our service advisors are taking care of our guests and our family coming in the door that they are taking care of properly. As far as their vehicle needs, making sure we're taking care of them and focusing on those needs that they need, and also other recommendations to keep their car on the road for an extended period of time and obviously to have a safe vehicle for them to drive. That's wonderful. What are some other ways that they might develop their talent or individuals coming into the workforce? Are you part of like the hiring process or anything like that? Unfortunately, no, I'm not a part of that process right now, but we do actually do a couple walkthroughs a year with the Wilson Talent Center. We do tours with our dealership here with them. We also have a couple interns that come in from the Career Center. They'll spend a couple days with us. They work directly with our technicians in the shop to see if that's something that they actually want to do in their future. So far, we have actually brought a couple students on, if I'm not mistaken. Jason might be able to touch on that a little bit. I'm not 100% positive, but we have a couple students we've actually brought on into our automotive group and our family, and we're helping them build their future career in the business. Wonderful. Yeah, that's amazing. And it's awesome to talk about the opportunities. A lot of students don't necessarily know what pathway they're going to take. And skilled trades is challenging to get the interest in. So you talked a little bit about the technology. Could you speak a little bit about the technology that LaFontaine uses in the service technician role? No, absolutely. So we actually use a system called Advanced Service. Advanced Service is a state-of-the-art technology. We do digital multi-point inspections that are provided to our customers. Our technicians also take videos on the customer's vehicles, and they do that inspection so they can actually visually see what's going on with their vehicle and what repairs it actually needs. Also, in turn, that does build trust and value to our customer and actually kind of puts them in the shoes of our technicians we have back there working on their vehicle to see exactly what they see. That's exciting. Yeah, that's wonderful. And I think it's good for people to know, especially people listening, the technology that's out there and that they're able to learn and grow through that. So a lot of times they're not necessarily thinking technology when they're thinking service technicians. So that's exciting that you guys are kind of on the cusp of that. So it absolutely builds values. Our customers that actually see this stuff, they rave about it. They absolutely enjoy it. They're, some customers don't even expect that they're going to get them. And then we get a text message from, you know, they love it or they come in and they just rave about it. That's wonderful. I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for being with me today, Mitch. Absolutely, Joy. I appreciate it. All right. This has been Joy Wagner on Faces of Manufacturing on Michigan Business Network.
The attorneys of Foster Swift, Collins & Smith offer legal counsel to businesses, families, individuals, and municipalities throughout Michigan. Clients know they can count on Foster Swift for all their legal needs, from straightforward wills to sophisticated business transactions and complex litigation. Learn more about Foster Swift and how they can assist you at fosterswift.com. This is Cindy Kangas on Faces of Manufacturing on the Michigan Business Network, and we're back with the family from La Fontaine. I mean, they're all family, and it's been great to talk with Jason, Mitchell, and Casey, and we're going to go back to Jason really quick because I'd love for you to follow up and tell us some of the training programs that you have going on that you're so passionate about. Absolutely. I think training is key to onboarding. I think training is key to professional development. And so when I look at what we're doing personally, so with all of our service advisors, the people that are in Mitch's care, like we've talked about, they go through a four-day service training with me. They spend the whole day, four days in a row, where we work just to teach our culture, our processes, our procedures, different ways that we do things, our expectations. We do the same thing on the sales end with a five-day training, and we're continuing to build out additional trainings for different positions within the company. Casey, I'm going to bounce that over to you as we're talking about the company and kind of how you all are really getting involved with the communities that you're serving. Can you talk about corporate responsibility and how you're volunteering and getting your staff involved so that they're making the community feel like they're part of your family? Yeah, it's so important for us to be part of the community and being part of like Wilson Talent Center and their automotive program. They have an advisory committee. So we have our service managers that are part of that committee so that we can have the industry input and have the teachers let us know what they're looking at and have that collaboration for just their curriculum and like supporting junior achievements who, you know, does so much many great things within our schools. We're part of all of those reverse job shadows and going in and doing mock interviews and just tying in as many people as we can within the dealership out into the community. So even if it's just out there supporting Jazz Fest on Turner Street and bringing a car and just being part of the community and having a salesperson there talking to the community and just letting them know that we're there for them to support them in any way we can, right? So, I mean, that's a huge part of this company is just being part of the community and supporting. That's a warm fuzzy both ways. It makes your staff feel good, I'm sure, and it makes the community feel good. Mm -hmm. I love that. So Mitchell, Let's kind of put this all together because I want to talk about the talent pipeline. What a lot of people don't really think about when they buy a vehicle is that there are thousands of people that come together to make that vehicle an end product. And you don't always see them. But the people that we do see are the people at LaFontaine. You kind of are the face of all of those people. And it's so exciting. And we want to be sure that we're sharing that with the next generation. So what do you think we should tell the next generation about maybe considering a job in automotive or automotive technology as a career pathway? Oh, absolutely, Cindy. The career pathway in automotive technology is a very, very rewarding job to have. It's a very rewarding career to have as far as, especially working for LaFontaine, it's not just your everyday job. Our culture here within our dealership, especially here at LaFontaine Chrysler and Lansing, we are one family and that is a part of our the family deal. It's not just about our customers coming in. It's also about our employees we have here in our dealership. We're one family. It's a very rewarding business. 
We also just recently hired two females actually from Vavolene Instant Oil Change here in Lansing. We are very excited to have them a part of our team because this isn't just a male industry. A lot of people used to think that it is, but it's not. I mean, the females coming up in the business, they're very strong. They work very hard. We are very welcome to have the two women that we just employed from Vavolene Instant Oil Change to bring them up in the community here in the dealership. Our goal is to eventually put them into our apprenticeship program. That is their future growth. And that's actually what they wanted to do. And they didn't feel like they were given that at Valvoline and were giving them that opportunity to reward them in their future with that. And they're going to be very happy with it. Mitchell, you're speaking my language. I love advocating for women in the trades. I mean, I love advocating for kids, but I think it's wonderful that we're sharing this as a career option for kids and females as well. So good job on that. Let's kind of talk about now where you see yourself, Mitchell. First, why don't you tell us what location you're working at so that our listeners might be able to stop and visit. And then let's talk about where you see yourself in the next five years at LaFontaine. No, absolutely, Cindy. So I currently am at LaFontaine Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Lansing, Michigan. I myself actually started out as a service advisor here and the company gave me an opportunity to become a lane manager and learn that leadership role. Jason actually has helped me a lot in the past with that and he still does to this day. My future growth here in the company is actually to become a service manager. I might actually have that opportunity here very soon, but it's very rewarding. I myself have grown through the ranks from being an apprentice to a technician, then becoming a service advisor, and now into management in our service department. It's amazing. Casey, before we go, give us your website. Tell us your social media. How can we find you online and follow you? Yeah, familydeal.com. And if you're in Lansing, we have a lafontainelansing.com. So come see Love us. It. It's been a pleasure speaking with all of you. And I feel like now I can say I'm part of the family. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being with us. This has been Cindy Kangas on Faces of Manufacturing on the Michigan Business Network. Now hiring? Capital Area Michigan Works can assist you with your hiring needs, all at no cost. From large-scale hiring assistance to locating the right candidate for a hard-to-fill position, Capital Area Michigan Works is your resource. We offer creative solutions from career fairs to on-the-job training grants and scholarship programs to make sure you have the best and brightest employees. Visit our website at www.camw.org to learn more about how we can assist your business with its hiring needs. Hello, this is Joy Wagner. I'm with Cindy Kangas here on Faces of Manufacturing on Michigan Business Network. Hi, Cindy. Hello. 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 Yes, we just (laughs) finished up with the LaFontaine Automotive Group. What a wonderful conversation that was. So exciting. I was grateful to hear about all they're doing and their family culture and the apprenticeship programs and the community. So there's just so much there. Just very exciting. Yeah. And how their apprenticeship is a little bit different, you know, than other apprenticeships we hear about. So I think that was really interesting. When we spoke to Jason, he seemed very intentional about putting something together for his team so that they could be ready 
up and running within 18 months and working on vehicles and they would have the skills that they need. So it'll be really interesting to see how he creates that program and how it evolves. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's really cool. Yeah. Just like an 18 month program. So I think that's helpful to know, especially if you're considering that line of work, right. And coming out, like they talked about their connection with Wilson Talon Center so it's really amazing if those technicians can get right into a job like that and then get into an apprenticeship program and then 18 months be fully trained up. You know, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, it's really, really, and it's great that they've built it kind of on their own. So it doesn't necessarily require a ton of extra education, which I think people don't recognize that because that could be you know, if you're not into that and you want to get into the skilled trade, sometimes those apprenticeships can be too much, right? And so this is kind of a great way to get people trained up, kind of grow your own in the organization. So and it did seem as though they do a lot of onboarding. You know, when you talk to them, they have ways to move their staff up the food chain, so to speak, if they have a desire to learn more or want to do more things within the company. So I really appreciated that they're coaching, teaching, mentoring, and really nurturing their team members and encouraging them to grow within the company. Absolutely. And that was really great to hear. And especially Jason speaking to that, like wanting to be a teacher, you know, in a school system and thought, well, I teach every day as a manager. I loved hearing that. That's a great way to look at leadership. And then Mitch's story was awesome. I mean, I loved hearing his starting as like that technician and moving through the ranks coming out of the Wilson Talent Center. And then as a leader, just wanting to continue to grow and learn in that organization. So that's how you keep people, right? That's one of the things that's challenging these days is retention. So I mean, Mitchell is young, but you can tell that he's driven. To me, when I know that there are students attending Wilson Talent Center, which is part of the Ingham ISD, I know that they've given up a portion of their school day to go and get this technical training. So already they have their mind on the future and they know that they're going to get this skill that they can potentially leave there and go directly into the workforce with. And for him to leave Wilson Talent Center, get a job and directly you know, start working and then move into this position where now he's overseeing some of the people he's interacting directly with customers. He really is the face and he's a driven young man. And I think, you know, he was smiling and kind of shy about it, but there's a lot to be said for his career pathway and the way that he's chosen to get there. Strong young man. Yeah, it was really enjoyable. And his wanting to recruit. So females and speaking to this is not just a male dominated field anymore. So it's changing. We're changing the face of that. So also, I thought it was really interesting with Casey speaking about the internship programs that they do and how they're built like all arms of the business. I mean, I thought that was great because I was like, well, do you just do, you know, certain areas, but it's everything. So like, I sounded like accounting and finance as well as sales and other business type positions in the organization. So I thought that was another way that they're able to bring in talent. Casey, again, was underselling it because I think she's (laughs) one of the hardest working people that I know. And I don't know how she gets to all of the places that she goes, but I know that she is also a face in the community. And so she's serving on boards and she's attending chamber meetings and she's out meeting people that are in the community just to get to know what their needs are and then sharing with them the mission of the company. And so, you know, I think most people, if they saw Casey in person, they'd say, oh yeah, I've seen her, you know, no matter where you live in the state, you recognize her because she's 
always out in the community. And not only is she out in the community, but she is providing opportunities for the staff to volunteer for nonprofits. And so it gives them this warm fuzzy. It helps them to understand I'm working for a business that really cares. And it just provides this warm fuzzy. When you work for a company that you know cares about the community, no brainer. It's just a no brainer. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been a wonderful episode. So thank you, Cindy. And this has been Joy Wagner on Faces of Manufacturing on Michigan Business Network.